Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And my, oh my, oh my, have things been happening. We're going to get into that here. And make sure you share this show. It's on a digital platform, digital platforms, I should say, particularly in our archive status. And don't send it to the people who already know what's going on. Don't create an echo chamber. Send it to the great unwashed, the ignorant people, the ignoramuses that are just waking up because they realize their kids are being turned into little Marxist pigs in school. Those are the people that need to hear this. And um, we've got uh, Doug Thornton with us in the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And boy, do I have some intel for you. And this time, it's about Dave Hodges. Doug, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, what an interesting topic to start off with you. Uh, it's going to be different as we always do it. Normally, you're interviewing me, and I just get to run my mouth like a madman. Uh, <laughs> now I get to ask some questions for you. So uh, what a turnaround this is going to be. Yeah, let's. Uh, Dave, go ahead and explain to the audience what it is that we're starting off with. Well, I'm, by latest count, and I stopped counting this morning, early this morning, I had 17 emails from people in my audience um, that follow me in various domains. And uh, it has to do with a CBS show called uh, CSI Las Vegas. And the primary character, and they couldn't say his name often enough, I got three different versions of the same promos that they send out, like 60 seconds, 90 seconds, three minutes. And I got three different versions. And they were pretty consistent, but each one had a little bit different take. And the more lengthy they became, the more revealing the statements were. Um, the, the main character that was under investigation by CSI was a man named David Hodges. Now, that could just be a coincidence, although my name's not exactly John Smith. So that's what my wife said when I started telling the story. She cut me off. She goes, oh, come on. She goes, it's... it's your name's not totally unheard of. And you know, I said, yeah, but there's more, honey. And what was really bizarre in there is they had this guy who was charged um, with implanting false data that could bring down the entire justice system of Nevada. And let me just set step aside parallel. I know for a fact that key members of the Arizona State Legislature, state government, and the County Board of Supervisors for Maricopa County are scared to death of what I'm going to put out with regard to their fraudit report where they admitted, hey, there's things that are wrong. And, and these bastards, did they issued an opinion that Biden got 300 more votes than they thought, and they didn't even get the evidence that was subpoenaed and court-ordered by two courts and now the Attorney General. They're still under a stay to release the evidence, and they didn't release the evidence. And they came to a conclusion, and I have the vote totals. And I don't just have the vote totals for 2020. Like uh, Wendy Rogers, she had the congressional seat stolen from her by the forces behind Tom O'Halloran in the congressional election. I have the numbers. I have the numbers for it all. And because I know low people in high places that were high law enforcement that know how to get this stuff. And um, my source, one of my sources, is the same as Paul Preston. And then we have the California numbers. And we have the cartel involvement. And we have the Chinese involvement. Oh, they are scared. They had a Zoom call from what I've been told. <laughs> yes, I have a source in that call too. 
And they basically said, what are we going to do about the Hodges problem? So let's go back to CBS now with that backdrop. David Hodges accused of implanting false data within the Nevada justice system, threatening to bring the system down. And my guess is it's a posthumous investigation. I think the guy was dead. That's kind of what I surmised, but it wasn't really clear in these promos. But he also had a fetish for hamsters and hookers. So then they decided, well, let's go after some character things. The hookers, I understand, being used to discredit someone, but hamsters? <laughs> Come on, hamster. You know, people might say, Dave, you're a little weird in some ways, but I ain't weird in that way. <laughs> and so um, some people that wrote to me, and one of these people used to work for CBS News. And you're hearing me do an ongoing series with her. And um, anyway, the uh, some people think, Doug, that this is a case of uh, predictive programming, that I'm being set up to be murdered. And they're sending well, a message. Well, see, I, I don't discount things like that. Uh, with our new media and with this new government, they're going to do anything and everything out there to threaten people, to silence them, to shut them up, and to scare them so that they will stop talking. You know, if you say Dave Hodge's name 15 times in a three-minute promo, well, we kind of get the picture you're talking about one guy. Dave Hodges isn't exactly the most uh, notable of names. It's not, you know, it's not a John Smith. It's not a, a whatever. But if someone had said my name in a promo, and I don't exactly have a normal name, uh, if so said my Scandinavian name in a promo 14 or 15 times, I'm going to start raising my eyebrow because that's that's a little bit unusual. It's a tad bit weird. And, you know, hey, man, the, the hookers and blow and the, uh, the hamsters and snow cones, whatever they want to say is, you know, your fetish. That's just to try and discredit you, to discount you. I think that's what they're trying to do. It's very convenient that that's the time that they're going to try and put this out. And, uh, you know, we'll probably see blowback from just speaking about this, but I think it'll scare the people to know that we're also on to them. And I think it'll scare these people to also know that no one really cares. No one cares. You're not going to discredit Dave Hodges. Dave Hodges has done hundreds of hours of work with journalism and bringing things to light that are true, that are factual, and not a bunch of bullshit like CNN or CBS or Fox News or all these other mainstream media. Uh, you know, the, probably the only guy that's out there that's actually giving us what we want to hear is Tucker Carlson, maybe Sean Hannity here and there. But, you know, they discredit him every chance they get in its cancel culture. They're coming against guys like Tucker. They're coming against guys like you or Steve Quell or uh, occasionally Alex Jones when they feel like going down that rabbit hole. And it was years ago, my recollection, uh, it's it was a movie or it was a TV series that had a Alex Jones like figure in it that they made to look like this wild crazy man stuck in his basement talking about conspiracy theories and they tried to really emulate Alex Jones in this character and they were actually quoting him verbatim in some of the things that he was saying someone I'm sure under uh, remembers this but I remember watching that as predictive programming many years ago going wow they're really trying to put old AJ as this uh, you know woe is me doomsdayer but Honestly, what, what we're seeing right now, could you take that as a threat, Dave? Could you take that as a threat as this is a guy that, you know, he's dead, so he's not really a problem anymore, but we're still going to continue with an investigation? Would you consider something like to be 
something to be worried about, something to keep your guard up about. Well, what I gathered from this, now I could be wrong, but my, you know how you watch promos and you're not really sure, but you kind of have an idea where the show is going. I think the deal is, is this guy was murdered by forces and framed by forces uh, to draw attention away from them. I don't think that has anything to do with me. I think if they hadn't had the false implantation of data because people know I'm coming out, and by the way, don't kill me over this, folks, because you know why? You don't think I've already distributed these numbers to several people and some of them not in the media? (laughs) You're not going to keep these numbers from coming out. But anyway, having said that, uh, I think the implantation of fake data and the association with my name on CBS is not an accident. No, I don't think it's an accident at all. And once again, we're talking about the frauded, right? We're talking about people yeah. who are trying to hide uh, fraudulent data that they excluded from the presidential audit. And here's the thing. Is the audit for Arizona really going to change Is anything? Is it really going to bring Donald Trump back? Is it going to help to imprison Joe Biden and all those who helped him get elected? No, probably not. But it's still... They're scared because they got caught. Like you said, they got caught. They're scared. Hey, tell the Hollywood writers, insert this guy's name in, and let's see how many people will notice. Let's see if he notices. Let's see if he catches the wink, wink, head nod. And this is what I'd like to say about it. There's a quote from Miyamoto uh, Musashi, who's a famous Japanese uh, warrior. And he said that truth is not what you want it to be. It is what it is. And you must bend to its power or or live a lie. And that goes for every single politician, every single duly elected official in Arizona who thinks what Dave Hodges is doing right now is actually a bad thing. Isn't it funny we live in a time where George Orwell would probably be one of the most correct people to ever have spoke? (laughs) Is that ever true? They're living a lie to the point that they have to silence or kill anyone who exposes that lie. And I'm sure worse things are going to come out about the uh, the election. I'm sure worse things are going to come out about people's character during that time. And things will be exposed and people will start getting knocked off of a list that's been wrote many months ago. And uh, they're going to come after all the alternative news guys. They're going to come after you. They're going to come after the Hagmans. They're going to come after the Steve Quells. They're going to come after the Paul Pressons. They're going to come after the Tucker Carlsons. They're going to come after Sean Hannity, if he even dares say anything. Uh, they're going to come after anyone who speaks out against them. Go ahead and throw my name on that list, guys, because I have just joined this fight. We are not going to stop talking about it. We're not going to be scared into uh, fealty we're not going to back down and I know you Dave I know you're not going to back down and even though the uh, the the audience may not know you the way I do but I'm telling you ladies and gentlemen Dave Hodges will not be scared he won't back down he's not going to show his belly to this and if anything it's just going to piss him off and make him dig deeper so I think I think honestly these people are going to really regret doing things like this these little stunts and uh, it's going to be funny to see the reaction. Yeah. I'm choosing my day of when I'm going to come out with this material, and I'm going to link it to the CBS show now. Now they've really pissed me off. And uh, I wonder if CBS has any liability in this, too, linking my name to criminal activity. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not the one committing crimes. I'm reporting the crimes being committed. 
So how dare just, you do that? Uh, <laughs> you know, Arizona is so in. Everybody had hopes. The Arizona hot, it's going to be first domino to fall. We're going to reverse the election and bring Trump back. And, and, and I told people, it's not going to happen, Dave. You're such a doomsayer. Well, wait a minute. Karen, uh, Karen Fan, who's the, who has a huge conflict of interest with uh, fan construction and state contracts while she's in office, and she benefits from it. Um, she, uh, by the way, too, the day after they came out and said, Biden got 300 more votes than we originally thought, her the, the fan construction company got a huge state contract. Well, it's just a coincidence, of course. But that she came out and said very early on, we're, we're not going to, we're not looking to overturn the election. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you break into my house and steal my jewelry, okay, and you get caught and you sent to prison, you don't get to keep the jewelry. It's returned to us. And and she's basically allowing the criminals to steal an election and get away with it. And she announced her intention very early on. And I've learned, too. Oh, listen to this. I have learned very clearly from a source a real good source in Prescott, Arizona, that there are people that pressured Fan into opening up the audit, and uh, they used leverage, much like what I just said. And now they're doing the same thing with Arizona's Attorney General. They're pissed about the cover-up, and they supposedly have things. And um, I was supposed to have talked to them, and I haven't yet. But that's what's going on here in Arizona. Yeah, and, and Doug, here's the criminality, okay? When your name is Jack Sellers and you refuse to surrender evidence related to election fraud and you're the head of the county board of supervisors and your pictures on CCP TV and you have started all these sister organizations with our enemies that were almost ready to go to war with communist China and you've sucked in utilities, universities, major corporations and you've been the guy. You've been the guy and we're supposed to say, oh, he's really honest when he doesn't uh, surrender court-ordered, subpoena-ordered material. Are you, who are you kidding? And then the governor, the governor in a, in a speech that he can't take back before the National Governors Association in 2017 with the Chinese Chamber of Commerce in attendance, reported by the World Tribune in South China, they both said, he said, and I quote, oh, we're so looking forward to our association with China we know they need rare earth minerals for their military, and we're happy to supply them. Why don't you just say I'm a freaking traitor? That's our governor. Yeah, you, and, and, and our you know, governor sits on the board of TGen, which is tied to the vaccine companies. That's why he's not blocking the mandates uh, coming out of Biden. He wants mandatory vaccines. You know, the last time we gave any precious materials that uh, should belong only to the United States was yellow cake. Yeah. And uh, that was Hillary. And look what all happened to that. See, these people are all so tied together. They all have each other's back, but they don't have America's back. They will sell us down the river, uh, the Yellow River, or whatever river, makes them rich. And that's all they care about. And what they fail to think about is, in my mind, they must be setting themselves up for the future for whenever this country is ruined and it's taken over by the mm -hmm. communists exactly. who, who are in co-op with China, and they think they'll have a seat at the table. But as history has always shown, no one has a seat at the table except for the supreme commander, except for the, the supreme leader of that party, of the communists. And 
if need be, they'll be knocked off. They'll drive into an explosion. They'll accidentally shoot themselves in the head four times with a revolver. <laughs> All these strange accidents that always seem to happen around Hillary. This is nothing new. And we're going to see more of it. And, you know, think about it like this, Dave. If your governor is that deeply in bed with China, how many others? You know, what, what we already know what California is. I could only suppose New York is and D.C., but how much, how deep do the roots of communism go into this country now? Because America, that tree that has to be bled every now and then with the, the blood of heroes and tyrants alike, they got some weeds growing around it. And those weeds that are strangling the life out of America is communism. And these roots run so deep. They're in our corporations. They're, uh, they're in our schools. They're in a lot of lectures now that happen on college campuses to include the college professors or high school teachers. Uh, it, it's so deep, and it's, it's everywhere at this point. And I really don't think even a great fire could burn all the weeds out at this point. I think it just is what it is, and we have to be ready for the next series of events. Hmm. I, I, mean, I think you're, you're right. And you say, how many? Well... Let's just look at a few correlations here. We know the Wuhan flu, as Trump accurately called it, was a result of gain-of-functioning research by Fauci. Okay, he's a deep state Democratic operative. And Dave. we know that Biden's son, Hunter, is blackmailed, blackmailing daddy by the communist Chinese, so they own the presidency. We know about the relationship between the Arizona governor, the Georgia governor, the New York governor, former Cuomo, the governor of California, the governor of Washington state. These have all been documented and more with their communist Chinese associations. And then you got, if that's not bad enough, you've got their agent and friend, George Soros. He funded, for example, if there were ever an investigation into audit fraud here in Arizona, the county uh, sheriff, uh, Paul Penzone, would have to deliver the affidavits. $2 million went to his campaign from George Soros organizations. The Secretary of State in Arizona, $2 million from George Soros organizations. Doug, I could literally start going state to state to state to state and talking about these things. Hey, don't forget a former president who invited the communists and the Russians for our bid uh, grid down scenario. Oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, West yeah, Coast. yeah. Grid, grid X uh, 13, yeah. 14, and 15, and that was uh, our little friend Obama. Yeah, the greatest president ever, by the way. Best president, most liked, most elected, just like Joe Biden, the most liked, the smartest, most handsome. Uh, you know, he's probably the greatest president uh, since, you know, I don't know, Abraham Lincoln. He probably dug up Abraham Lincoln's body and then smiled and said, I'm the president who beat you, and then reburied him face down. That's how great of a president Joe Biden Oh, is. yeah, Joe I, I hear you. Um you know, and they what a what a stooge election that was in 2012. Mitt Romney. Do you know what we know now about Burisma? Mitt Romney was up to his butt in in um, Burisma corruption in Ukraine when he was running for president. Mitt Romney was the guy that got elected by GOP to lose to Obama. That's 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 my only explanation. Mitt Romney, not only is he an absolute coward and he's a turncoat, but he was literally put into that position, elected or selected, 
to lose to Obama. You couldn't have put a worse person against Obama. Uh, you know, he was literally like plain white bread. There was nothing good about him. And obviously everything's come out with Trump that he was obviously a turncoat the entire time. The guy was as far of a leftist and a Democrat as could be. And, you know, sorry, Utah, but he sucks. And uh, I hope you guys can find a way to get rid of that guy and, you know, be admonished from that stain. But this is how deep the corruption goes. It, and this is my this is my beef with politicians. This is why I can't trust politicians. They fail me every single time. There's a few here and there. Uh, strangely enough, a lot of them come from Texas that are somewhat decent at times. And some are really, really good and on fire at times. But it can't be five or six. It can't be 10 or 12. We need we need at least 75% of the Republicans to grow a spine or get the hell out of the way and let a new blood of Americans come in who actually love this country and who want to promote freedom and a free market. And, you know, that's that's part of the whole stranglehold. They don't like freedom. They don't like the free market. They don't like American ingenuity. They don't like dangerous freedom, as Thomas Jefferson said. They cannot have us doing our own thing because then we can't be subjugated. Yeah, that's true. we got to step aside for a quick break here. And ladies and gentlemen, the uh, products we're selling here at the Common Sense Show are handpicked by me. Uh, and I pick these because I fear you may need them. I hope you don't need them, but I fear you do. And uh, we're going to talk to you first about food. And as you have seen, major storable food suppliers are down or they're down and out. And they're at various stages. We're not at My Patriot Supply. Now, I'm not arrogant. And I'm not unrealistic, and I'm not going to say untruthful things to sell product, but we are making our shipping demands on time every time right now, and that's because when the pandemic started, we got our butt kicked, and we were six and eight weeks behind, and it was bad. It was bad for business, bad for reputation. We weren't alone. We were right there with everybody else, but this company put money into their own infrastructure, and this is why we're riding through this right now with little disruption. But it can't go on forever. And plus, when the dollar hyperinflates, your uh, prepping days are over. You will not be able to afford anything. So you've got a short window to get your needs met. And every prepper I talk to, from Bob Griswold to Daisy Luther, two years in seeds is what they say. FEMA and DHS say six months. The average American doesn't have six days. You need to decide how serious you're taking these threats and then make an appropriate decision. If you go with MPS... You get restaurant-quality food. I mean, I've tasted it. It's just fine. It's not organic. We don't pretend it's organic. It's survival food. But it is not bad for you, and it does taste good. And there's diversity in the food. And there's 2,000 calories per day and 25-year shelf life. And there's $100 off the three-month emergency package. And you go, Dave, you just said you need more than that. Yes, you just stockpile the three-month orders. And because it's in a bug-out mode doesn't mean you can't store it. So go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Also, there's winners and losers when something collapses. When an economy collapses in the Depression, more millionaires were made then than any other time in our history. So there's winners and losers. You can position yourself to make yourself almost bulletproof. If you have an IRA and a 401k, for example, and you're with Noble Gold, they will back it with gold. And gold has held its value for 6,000 years. And it's a fantastic organization. I went from being an advertiser only to a customer many times over. And they specialize in everything. 
everything that's not currency in the bank. You leave your money in the bank, folks, you're going to get your butt handed to you eventually because these banks are going to fail. And the courts have ruled once you put your money in the bank, it belongs to them anyway. So they don't have to give you your money back. That's why you just want operating capital and you need to diversify. Gold, silver, Bitcoin, other crypto that's mainstream, and crypto is mainstream now. Remember when they said it was going to crash? <laughs> yeah, it's gone up 20 times in value since that dire prediction. And now the banks like JP Morgan are getting into this. Noble Gold can help you with all this and more. If you have assets to protect, you should be calling Noble Gold. 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And one more thing, communications is key. And the one communication the government can't take down when they shut down our cities and impose martial law and they surround us and cut us off under the continuity of government programs we've talked about here is sat phones. And I can't imagine not being without communication if my family was spread out through the Phoenix area. We live north of Phoenix, but if we were in the city all doing business on the same day, which is very common, at least we'd be able to communicate and get to rallying points and have a source of communication. And it's not expensive. I pay one-fourth the cost for my sat phone as people do for their cell phone. That's true for me. And they also have an alert system. Steve Quayle, Mike Adams, yours truly, Doug Hagman, many of the more prominent people in the alternative media are giving text alerts out every day about key critical issues. So you'll be updated too when your other forms of news information are down. It's called the Galileo program. How do you get a hold of them? How do you get started with uh, Salavite phones and get your questions answered? Call them 855-980-5830. 855-980-5830. We're talking with Doug Thornton and uh, so far we <laughs> disclosed uh, some interesting, quote, coincidences with myself and CBS programming with CSI Las Vegas and the implication that um, someone of my namesake is implanting false data. And he has a fetish for hamsters and hookers. And we progressed through that and we got into the election fraud issues, the cover-up of the audit, uh, some of the principles involved, their allegiances to China, George Soros, and the deep state operatives. They're all in bed together, folks. They're all working against you. They're all Marxists. They want your kids. They want to turn your kids into sexual perverts in first grade. They want them to be Marxist by the time they're in junior high. And they want people to hate each other based on race so they can continue to divide and conquer us. Doug, would you say that's a fair um, summation? Uh, that sounds like something that, you know, someone who is a extremist, uh, who's who possibly is a, a racist, who hates transgenders would say that. I can't believe I'm even associated with that. Yes, I believe everything. I yeah, believe I hear you. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh. Yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear about Fairfax County? Uh, or yeah. Fair Fairfax. Let me see. My my good uh, friend Monica Wesolowski, uh, retired from the State Department recently. She lives in that county. I cannot believe, and it was on Ladder with Crowder today. And kudos out to those guys. They put out such a great show. But in uh, Fairfax, Virginia there was a school board meeting and there was a parent there who was reading from a book that's in the library. And I believe it's like an intermediate school. So, you know, it's probably, you know, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. And it was a book about child porn, child pedophilia. And she read it aloud to him. Can you believe that the same school board who has these books in their school said, Ma'am, there are children out here. You can't be saying stuff like that. And we're like, yeah, 
no joke, why do you think I'm reading this to you? My child possibly can see this. And it was some of the most grotesque, some of the most disgusting things I have ever heard in my life. But I'm telling you, I've said this for years, and I stand by what I say. There is a movement in this country to eventually get us to where child pedophilia will be a recognized sexual gender or orientation. And then it will go to bestiality. And from there, we will see child sacrifices. That is the direction we're going. And I'm only doing, using history. This is what the Israelites had to deal with. This is nothing You're more describing than... describing Bohemian Grove. Yeah, this is Baal worshiping. Yeah. This is worshiping Moloch between the groves. And, you know, the groves is where Satanists and these people who believed in all these different types of demonic gods, demonic entities, would go to the groves and hide themselves away from the public, and they would commit all these satanic abuses. Uh, Russ Dizdar is probably one of the best people out there who talks about this. And uh, I listen to him constantly because it's so much head knowledge, and sometimes it's really hard to listen to. And he really helps explain that. But I'm telling you right now, this is really what we're seeing. And this is within our own government. Give me a break. It's within our own schools. So if it's at the point that it's within our schools, at what point, parents, do you just not have your kids in these schools anymore? What school is safe with CRT being taught? What school is safe when communists are the teachers? You know, I don't have my kids in school. My kids are homeschooled. Uh, they were homeschooled because of my job. Uh, but now they're homeschooled because I'm an intelligent person and I will not allow my kids to be subjected to this truly satanic idea. And uh, it, it's horrifying, Dave. It's absolutely horrifying. No, it is. In fact, um, there's information that I brought out, and I'm glad to see that Fox News followed suit, even though they refused to talk about uh, stolen elections. Um, this is something that they are covering. Uh, Merrick Garland, Attorney General of the United States, has a son-in-law who started a company called Panorama. And they have made tens of millions of dollars on critical race theory and social emotional learning. And I interviewed Tracy South, who pulled her kids out of an Indiana school district for social emotional learning when they were asking kids about sexual practices in the second and third grade, uh, weird things about their parents. It was just bizarre. It's as bad as critical race theory. So anyway, good old uh, Garland, um, he's decided that if you go to a school board meeting and, and you say, we're going to recall you. We're going to run against you and defeat you. Um, that, those, and see, if, if you threaten a school board member, the local police can come and arrest you. If you attack them, they'll arrest you, put you in jail. Okay, the FBI doesn't belong there because the control of schools and local crime is a local issue, delegated power by the Constitution. It's not a federal power. Yet Garland is sicking the FBI on the school board protesting parents because their movement is interfering. And there's two things here that have come out. One is this movement is interfering in Garland's son-in-law, his daughter's profits. And this is probably how they're paying off Garland is through his relatives. This is what happened in the Georgia election by China. They paid off the relatives of, of Governor Kemp and their secretary of state, whose name just jumped out of my head, Rasberger, I think it was. Um, they paid them off to their families and the same thing, I believe, is happening here. 
But even if 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 uh, Garland's not getting direct payment, the Department of Justice ethics say that if you, a friend, a close family member, uh, are benefiting by your actions, you must recuse yourself. Well, he's gone full pedal to the metal, and he's sicking the FBI on these people. The other thing that came out, and this was on Steve Hilton's show on Fox, congratulations to Steve, who's really, really a good guy, an immigrant who went through naturalization the right way. But Steve showed this document, and then it was on Mark Levin. Same thing. And the document showed, it was an internal document from the DOJ, and it said that they must stop this school board protest because it could have an impact on the midterm elections. In other words, the DOJ and the FBI are being weaponized by the Biden administration to interfere with elections and violate constitutional rights for protests and redress agreements in the First Amendment. What do you think about all that, Doug? Uh, color me surprised. The FBI yeah. is being abused against the American citizens again. You know, for all those who work in the FBI and for those that I've worked with before, uh, you got an incredibly hard job, an incredibly great job. You get to do some really fun, cool things. And I hope you're smiling and laughing as you start targeting American citizens for going against a Democratic Party. This is absolutely a betrayal of trust between law enforcement and the public. And eventually, the public is not going to support it anymore. Now, I don't know what that looks like. But I've seen in other countries what that looks like, and it's not pretty. And I would say that, you know, even from some of the FBI guys that I know, especially one, uh, he's quitting soon because he's so disgusted with the way things work. You know, they'll they'll have an actual case where, hey, this is like a legit domestic terrorist case. Let's focus on this. And then the SAC or a special agent in charge or whoever uh, is delegating will say, nope, we're not going to mess with that. We're going to target these right-wing guys over here. We see this constantly, and there's a huge abuse of power. And who would have guessed that the Democrats would abuse power? Uh, they're scared, Dave. And this, this really goes back to the whole Civil War thing that me and you've talked about. I said recently on your show, and I've said this before, that we have a true chance of seeing, of seeing civil conflict in this country within two to three years. That would be during the elections. Why? Because the Democrats are going to get scared. They cannot allow the stranglehold on America to be taken away from them. And so they, they will use every means possible. I mean, no one wants law enforcement, let alone the FBI, to put a case on you, let alone to be monitoring and observing you without you knowing, making you all paranoid. You know, it, it does shake people to the core. But as the everyday FBI agent, if you are even listening, you have to stop one day and go, what I'm doing is wrong. And as long as I considered myself to be the good guy in a corrupt government, you're not making a difference. You're making it worse for yourself. You're making it worse for others. If you're going to do the right thing, I would just say leave because there's no way that we can correct this government at this point. I, Dave, I don't think we could elect enough leaders to uncover the corruption. I don't think we could uncover enough corruption to fix the corruption within itself. Can't argue. 
I can't argue. It's um, it would literally take a French Revolution, and it goes against my spiritual beliefs as a Christian. But uh, the way that the French rid themselves, and very badly, so, but they did it. They rid themselves of their deep state, so to speak, was they cut their heads off. Yeah, they had mass executions every day. But you know what that ended up doing? It ended up throwing the entire country into turmoil. So that's one thing that Americans need to step back, get off their soapbox every now and then, and realize that if we go into a civil war, it will be something you've never seen before. Everything will be affected. And there may be no coming back from it. It may be the country divides into two. It may be the country divides into 50. You really don't know the way that can that can come out. And there are plenty of prediction models that would show the way it may turn out. But it'll never be the way everyone hopes. It won't be peaceful. Yeah, I, I don't. You. I don't. I don't think we'll ever have a peaceful divorce within this country. Oh man, I think you're right. But we're coming to that. I made this comment the other day. Uh, in fact, I actually did a YouTube video on this, and, and I believe this to be true. Uh, Garland's uh, corruption, internal corruption, and what he should be uh, investigated and indicted for, um, he has, has done more damage to the Biden administration than he can imagine. The people he's waking up are the soccer moms. The, the guys that go watch football on Saturday afternoon at the local bar with their friends, the people who give a crap about politics. And I've said this many, many times for many years. There are many entrances into the house of New World Order knowledge. And these people just walk through the entrance. And when they begin to look around, it won't be just that they're... Why, why are they doing this to our kids? Why are they trying to turn our kids into perverts and Marxists? And then they're going to say, oh my God. These conspiracy theorists aren't so conspiracy after all, and they're going to start to see other things. I know because I went through the same metamorphosis myself. It was the stealing of my property, the Fifth Amendment violation rights, the discovery of the North American Union because of the international highway that was going to come through my area and take my land without compensation. I, I learned all this the hard way, and then I said, holy, you know what? This is a criminal enterprise that's running our government. And these people, millions of people, with kids are being awakened by Garland so he can realize millions of dollars of profit through CRT and other stuff. This is this is a fatal flaw that he just committed. And certainly no one in the Biden administration is smart enough to have foreseen this. And, and I almost get the feeling Obama and Susan Rice were left out of this decision because Obama is smart enough to have said, don't go there. This is a group of people we don't need to wake up. Don't you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, you know, during last year we had all the, the wannabe moms and dads who would come to all the different protests and, and actually defend the anarchists. Just wait till those same people start showing up and they want to defend America. You know, there's more of us than there is of them. By far. And, well, they're trying to change and, that one too. They, I think they can do whatever they want, but when Americans get pissed off, enough we say we've had enough and we change the way history in this world is viewed and i think it would be one of the greatest accomplishments of america if we actually rooted everything that was corrupt out of our life 
and actually put ourselves back on the gold that the founding fathers originally wanted us to be on. If you took 1776, if you took those individuals, the framers of the Constitution, and you brought them to 2020, their heads would explode. Yeah, I mean, if they, if they, if you put them in downtown D.C. <laughs> and they saw the green and purple-haired, oh, yeah. uh, you know, men dressing like women, and yeah, I I can't, I don't want to get into the all these reprobates, but they their heads would explode. They would say, "This is not America. It's not funny. This is this was a bad joke. Bring me to where America is." Uh, we are seeing the dynamic transfer of evil from these people's hearts. And it's being manifested within our country. And, you know, every day we see some new shocking evidence of how corrupt this government is. Uh, you know, at some point, people just stop ignoring it. And they do something about it. Because I think for so long, Americans ignored it. They didn't care. Uh, and Trump was really the catalyst for the great American wake-up. And this whole woke mob movement is nothing compared to the great American wake-up call. And we're going to see more of it, especially come 2022. We're going to see MAGA rallies like this country's never seen before. They're still going on right now. Like, every weekend there's a MAGA rally I know. somewhere it's in this country. Yeah, it's it's great. We love America. Who would ever thought that would be, like, this, this genius idea? Uh, but we're going to see more of this. And as long as we see more Americans wake up, as long as more Americans join in the fight, they will have something else to introduce. They'll have something else. They'll have what would have to be, I would say, a great false flag, a great event to distract America, to pull your eyes off of all these different rallies, and then to bring you back into being you know, zoned in on the news constantly, worrying about the next greatest fear. I don't know what that could be. It could be a natural disaster. It could be another plague. It could be another huge government scandal. Let's hope Americans are just prepared for it. You know, Dave, we, we had three different topics originally. No, when, but th th this is, this is important. And, and listen, I wrote an article about a month ago said we've entered the false flag zone because we're getting so hard to control and so many people are waking up. And you just echoed the essence of that article. I mean, all of us seem to be independently arriving at the same kind of conclusions is my point. Yeah, yeah, and, and more people are waking up. You know, we're seeing, look what happened today. Uh, which airline company was it? Uh, hold what, on, let me see. Western or American? Yeah, I think it Southwest, was. Southwest, uh, I mean Southwest. Southwest. Thousands of planes can no longer fly because of a strike. Hey, you know what's really funny? You know who organizes strikes? Unions. Yes. You know and they're who Democrats. Is, That's amazing. Yeah, you know who's the biggest pro-union president I have ever seen? Joe Biden. Uh-huh. So... At some point, and, and this is just me now, I have to say, okay, very convenient for all these strikes to happen. Very convenient for it to be at all the airports, uh, but that's a democratically ran thing. Are the Democrats within themselves getting tired of this, or was this orchestrated? Was this organized? So don't ever think that everything that you're seeing really is what it is. This government are lies wrapped in untruths, disguised as some big, huge, great thing. Never really trust everything that you see coming out of the government, period, or coming out of a politician's mouth, because you really never know the intent. And just to go back to the facts, 
recently on our last interview, we were talking about how mass protests are coming because of the vaccine. Well, one, one of the biggest ones we've seen yet just happened. And now thousands of people across the country are stranded. That's not a good thing. You have people trying to fly home to see their loved ones or going to very important business deals that, you know, could make or break their, you know, their career. You have people that are just trying to travel to go on vacation. And, you know, that does affect people personally. But there is a cause for this. And I think there is a need for this. And I think if there's going to be a level of protesting, this is the type of protesting that I talked about that can grind America to a halt. The truckers can stop delivering. The union workers can stop working. Well, they already are. I've, I've heard that because of uh, attrition in the field and the fact that they won't conform to mask mandates and uh, vaccine passport mandates, that we're short as many as 60,000 truckers in, in, in real labor. And mm-hmm. this is something that's going to bring this country to a grinding halt because we get just-in-time deliveries three to six times a day to major department stores, box stores. And when those truckers aren't running, then this is a problem. And these mandates are going to cut the heart out of this. Even if you cut back, let, let's just say 80% of the truckers were compliant. Okay, They get every booster. They get everything they're told to get. But 20% aren't. If you have a 20% shortfall in just-in-time deliveries, you have major shortages. Major major shortages and it's not just the truckers what about the people who work at the oil industry you know if these people and and i have i I come from that and my family comes from that and i have plenty of friends who are back home who are major players in the oil industry you know for generations families have been doing it and they are questioning should i get the shot now or not i i don't trust this but i have this amazing job with an amazing retirement and benefits do i risk that and i would say that you know that is a that's a a person's personal decision, but at some point America has to let it be known that we won't be bullied into submission by bureaucrats. And if these industries stop, if the oil stops flowing, if the gas stops getting processed, if the food stops getting delivered, if people working at power plants stop showing up and you have to shut down power plants, man, you're talking about stopping this country on a dime you're talking about destroying large elements of this country because of protests and because this government will not get off its high horse about this fake vaccine that they keep pushing out which no one can still tell you whether or not if it's a good thing people say oh you know if you get vaccinated you're less likely to to catch covid there's no proof of that if you get your flu vaccine every year and you still get flu every year then where was the proof in that this phony science that they keep pushing out to us, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer, okay? I'm I'm not for vaccines, but I understand them, especially when I was in the military. I understand the, <laughs> the assaults on my arms from all the different shots that we had to take every year. I understand the need for it, but I was in a very different particular environment for that need. The average day-to-day American doesn't need that. You need sunshine. You need healthy food. You need clean water. You need to get up off your butt every now and then, stop watching YouTube, and go outside and exercise. Breathe fresh air. And that is probably one of the best supplements and vitamins that you could have is just pure sunlight, good food. But yet they push vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. And who's really to gain the profit from the vaccine? These vaccine companies. All these companies are making billions of dollars right now that's just being given away into the air because that's our money, by the way. 
and it's just given to all these organizations that you don't know anything about. You won't know anything about the effectiveness of this vaccine for another 10 years. You won't know about the side effects of well, this vaccine. Well, it's still experimental. They say they yeah. approved it. That's a bunch of BS. They extended the period of experimentation. They didn't approve it. You know, like I said, eventually people are going to have to come to that ethical decision in the road where I either take this and I keep my job or I don't take this and I find a new job. I've said this to some of my former coworkers before who've asked me these questions. And this is what I'll say to them. This is what I'll say to everybody else. There are plenty of jobs out there. But if you have to bend the knee to bureaucrats to appease them, to wear the mask, to wash your hands five million times a day, to be six feet away from people, to take this ungodly, unknowing shot, it's not worth it. Find another career. It's never too late to find another career. Now, look, I work for the government, so we're all about the 20 years and then we got a retirement, right? I understand that. And I got plenty of my friends who were like me that were not very far away from that who were deciding, I can go do something else. It's like this great epiphany. I could go be something else and still get a, still get a paycheck, still restart whatever I need for a retirement. It's never too late to do this. Don't think you're hamstrung. The government wants you to think that you're hamstrung into your career and that if you don't take the shot, you lose everything. That's what Joe Biden said recently. All these hundreds of thousands of people that are going to lose their jobs a good thing because we don't need them. They're in the way because they refuse to take a shot. Who the hell is this guy? Who does this guy think he is? I mean, I understand he, he occasionally is told that he's the president, but he thinks he, he is like God's gift to economics. He's killing our country. We are trillions and trillions of dollars in debt because of this man, because of the politicians, mainly because of the Democrats. And it's only going to get worse. And if they keep telling me, oh, you got to take the vaccine or you can't go into the supermarket to get food. Well, then we're going to look awfully lot like Australia, who's been doing that recently. And then what? If I don't get the shot, I have to go to an internment camp because the government doesn't feel safe around me? Yeah, man, you're going to get people shooting at you once you start doing that. People will go crazy. Americans will do the craziest thing you've ever seen in history to defend their freedom. And that's one of the greatest things about America. We actually care about our freedom to the point that we would fight our own government or any other government who challenges that. And that, once again, is what they're afraid of. They don't want Americans challenging their authority. They are elected officials for the well-being of our country to protect us, to help run this country. But they're not our rulers and masters. And eventually, they're going to have to be reminded of that. Well... I think we're reminding them. They're putting my name on CBS to remind me <laughs> and discredit me. That's what's absolutely amazing about this. Um, I'm going to play um, the government side of your argument here that we can shut them down. And I agree. There's a lot of people, prominent people, who are now talking about going into shutdown mode against this government. Um, and that's only going to gain momentum. Here's the problem. If your intention, as Joe Biden, is to serve communist China, which it is, then they would favor America self-destructing at its citizens' hands. This would be playing right into what they want. What's your reaction to that position? 
I would say that you're correct in one way and that we're kind of put in a situation where it's a catch-22. We either show our government that we refuse to back down, that we refuse to kneel, or we fall on our sword. There's really no way around it. We know that the incoming effect is going to be communism. We know that the attack on the American population is communism and it's subjugation, it's capitulation. And we are either going to say to hell with it and see how the outcome looks or people are just going to capitulate. And you have people that are latte sipping, you know, uh, weak minded men and women who refuse to stand up for their rights and then they're going to lose their rights. And Benjamin Franklin said it. If you give up, you know, peace and safety for your rights, you really didn't deserve either of those. And the more security that you put forth within this country, it's really just going to hamper anything. It's not going to it's not going to help anything. And, you know, I would just say that every politician that comes up running right now might as well be serving communist China. It just seems to be that way. Maybe not every one of them, but there's a large, vast majority. China has their hands in everything. And I mean everything. You would be surprised and appalled at how deep China is in this country, to the point that they even get part of our power. We have sold ourselves out to foreign powers, and then we forget the kids in the ghetto. We forget the kids in the Appalachians who are starving, who, you know, they don't have good literacy. Uh, the schools are po impoverished. Their water is bad. Uh, and that's all around this country. Just look at Baltimore. We're so worried about people's gender, but no one cares how many black kids get shot in Baltimore or Chicago. It doesn't even make the headlines because no one cares anymore. Mm -hmm. And when I say no one, I mean the politicians don't care because the parents who lost their child damn sure cares. I care. I was a, As a former cop, I cared about anyone who lost their life. And it's something America needs to get back to. We really need to... Uh, we really need to respect ourselves as Americans, and we need to take the fight back to the government. Now, I don't mean pick up guns, go grab all your cool guy gear, and go storm D.C. That's never going to happen. It's never going to, to end the way you think it is. But at the same time, when there's a protest that turns into a little bit of a riot that gets a little carried away like January 6th, for the government to say that that was a thwart against the Constitution— that was a overtaking of the government. That's a little misleading because if those Americans showed up with all their guns, with all their cool guy gear, and they wanted to take the Capitol and they intended on shooting at people, they would have done it. And this world would look very differently. And that didn't happen. Yeah. But the government keeps saying that that is how it happened. So they're yeah, I know, I know they, they think they forget about one thing. and You're absolutely right. You can't have an insurrection without guns. Where were the guns? Doug, we're flat out of time. I mean, right up against the wall. I hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the Doug and Dave Intel Report. But I tell you, I think it was pretty good. There's more to come. We're going to keep doing this. Doug, excellent job, my friend. Everybody else, we'll see you back here again soon. Thanks. Thanks, Dave.